Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts in nothing talk about everything. Tonight's episode is pretty simple and straightforward. Keith is back from vacation, we haven't seen each other in a few weeks, and we're just going to have a good old-fashioned random ramble. So kick back, grab a tall glass of whatever you fancy, and take a ride with your old pals. Because today, two random men have a conversation. Good to have you back, brother. Yes, it is good to be back. Haven't seen you in a minute. We haven't dropped the episode in a, in a hot second. Yeah, it's 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 been a little while. Sorry, I've been doing a little traveling. You kind of had some surprise traveling come up. Not surprise, but you... Yeah, nothing nothing surprise, but uh, yeah. Been to Arizona, California. Been been around a little bit, so uh, yeah, it's nice to be back for a little while. Uh, it's good to see get, you again. I mean, pretty back. much we hung out twice a week for a year doing episodes and just and just hanging out yeah ever ever since you know once we first started kind of getting this to go going um when the pandemic got to the point where it was okay to like see each other see people we started doing this when we we're seeing each other at least once or twice a week and yeah this last month or so was kind of kind of sucked yeah we hung out memorial day <laughs> and then it was like i came down and hung out the other night and we didn't talk any podcast anything and it was like oh man i feel like i haven't seen you in forever yeah so it's nice to be back in the saddle again and uh Maybe start getting this going. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I had a realization on the drive down here that made me feel really good because the sun's already down, right? Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. hot. There's lots of people with their garage doors open. Yeah. And it makes me feel really good to see other people's garages, garages, garages are (laughs) as fucked up as mine are. Is. Oh. You know, like it's jumbled up. Like, do you ever have that feeling? Oh, you're yes. just like, man, why do I got so much shit in my garage and I can't move around? And you try to clean it and then it immediately fills back up. No, I passed like 12 houses on the way here. Every one of them was in the exact same shape and it made me feel good about me. Okay, so at least at your house, your garage, you actually keep a car in there. At least one of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. At mine, we don't keep <laughs> either one of the vehicles. Now, part of that is because all of our stuff is a little bit older and so like my truck will not fit. Like, it will not fit yeah, through the garage doors. So, it's, it's weird how sm- much smaller houses were built. Yeah. So, my truck, you know, not even a question. Uh, Liz's vehicle, we'd, we'd kept it in there, you know, years before. But then we just, it ended up being that catch-all room. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got the pool table, which I loved the pool table, love playing it. But that takes up it takes all up the space. space. And then, so, between that and all the other just crap that we have, yeah. So I agree with you. It's nice to see other people's garages being just full of shit. In shambles. Yeah. But then you go over to some friend's house or an uncle's house and it's like everything's meticulously kept and you're like, ah. Oh, yeah. It's so, like you could walk in there and it's museum quality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even got like, you know, the cobwebs or like the nasty parts of the uh, sheetrock where, you know, something has leaked years ago or anything the like water that. Water like, comes just, in through the garage door. Nice looking and pretty and you're like, damn it. My brother-in-law put a mini split in his garage, and that sucker's like at 69 degrees, and it is fantastic. Oh, geez. That would be nice. Yeah. I was sitting out there doing projects for the dance recital coming up and having to build the props, which I've talked about on here before. Mm-hmm. And I'm out there sweating mm-hmm. my ass off, and I'm going like, you know, 
that's that's probably worth the dime. Yeah, yeah I should well, probably just jump on it. Yeah, not to uh, not to go back into the whole, you know, Texas is hot because obviously we've <laughs> talked about that many times. But a couple of times doing the doing the podcast in your garage, and it would get so hot, and it's like uh, we'd have to wait till like ten, eleven o'clock at night just to even start. So anyway, yeah, having something like yeah. that would be would be awesome. I just need to go ahead and drop the money on putting a unit. I'm out there so much. That's what's sick about it is that I like I get so frustrated when I'm out there just sweating like a dog, and I'm like, why don't you? I, mm, okay, I've got a winter project. Well, I mean, everybody has those places that they I think in their house they like to hang out and and end up being like I said, be it more often. Mm-hmm. I'm always working on stuff, so I'm out yeah. there. I need to just go ahead and make myself comfortable. Well, uh. Funny, you know, you bring up that, and we were talking the other day uh, to our Uncle Tracy about how how nowadays, if you need to work on something, you just pull up a YouTube video, right? Yep. When it used to definitely not be that way. And we've gotten very spoiled. Oh, that, yeah, that's what he was talking about. He said, if you want to learn to work on something, you had to drive across town, find an old man that knew how to do it, spend all day with him. And then maybe you picked up on it. Yeah, maybe he was nice enough to either show you or let you tag around with him and teach you something. Oh, yeah. You know, t- uh, last week I had to completely disassemble a washing machine. Never mm-hmm. done that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank God for YouTube. I put it all back together. It's working. Knock on wood. You know, laundry builds up fast when you got five people in a house. I, I think um, when it comes to fixing, replacing doing any of that kind of stuff around the house or uh, maybe on a vehicle or, you know, uh, uh, anything know, really got to work on a chainsaw. You got to work on a it, weed eater. It typically starts with, well, let me check YouTube <laughs> and find that video. For then that. you got to dig through a lot of coal before you find a diamond. <laughs> that's, and yeah, you can like so never true. land on the yeah. exact make and model that you have. It's something similar. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always going to be one or two curveballs thrown at you that says, this isn't where they yeah. said X was going to be. Um, uh, real quick, for example, uh, would be for me, we were going to, uh, Jackson has a trindle bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what we were going to do is we we're going to take the trindle bed and turn in the entire top face of it into a Lego base. Oh. So we just had this huge, you know, it'd be like a six foot by what, three and a half foot or something like that. Uh, Lego base. To where you so could just build. lay down the flat Lego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big, huge squares. Just starting from everything and sticks to this. That way he would just have this huge flat surface to build and create whatever he wanted to. Did you see the idea or did you well, come up with it on your own? No, I mean, I've seen, uh, I've seen plenty of different people uh, do things similar to that, but. I started thinking about like how I was going to do it, how I was going to set it up. And I actually ended up getting on Reddit and just punched in like, Hey, I'm building this. Can somebody give me some pointers on it? And dude, immediately I started getting, you know, stuff coming up. Boom, 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 boom. hits back. It was really, really cool. Uh, a lot of people were coming up with the really cool stuff, but there was this one individual and I wish, uh, I, I wish I knew his name or his username or something like that. So I could give him some props. But anyway, he sent me a thing and said, hey, man, a lot of people are giving you some really cool advice, but I'm telling you, if you really want to do this right, please contact me. And he sent me a picture of his son's room where he had done something similar to it, and uh, it looked really, really great. So I was like, okay. And he was like, hey, if you want to, we'll start a private thread and we'll discuss. Like, okay. So 
I went ahead and was like, all right, dude, what's up? Here's what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. And told him, and he was like, hey, man, you know, you need to use these materials, you need to use these adhesives, blah, blah, blah. And he gave me this whole rundown of how everything was supposed to work. And I was like, man, this is really, really cool. Well, then at the end of it, he ended up sending me a picture of his room in his basement. Oh, that's his room. And it's He's an entire basement. It's one of those ones where his table is so large that he has a huge section in the middle that can drop down and be removed so he could get up underneath the table and get in oh, the middle shit. of it so he could reach everything. So, I mean, this thing was cool as And crap. it's Lego? Yeah, it's all Lego. So it's like Will Ferrell's basement in the Lego movie. Exactly. Where he's got an exact, or not an exact, a, a giant town built. Mm-hmm. A whole city. And it's just big <laughs> enough for you to just have that and, and build whatever you want. And uh, it was cool as crap. Well, it was funny because then he sent me the stuff. I told him, I was like, man, you know, I really appreciate this. You know, thank you so much. It's going to help me out so much. Well, a couple months later, I was scrolling through and found something. I think it was on, like, Yahoo. And it was like, look at these, you know, Lego uh, builds like you know private builds and uh, I was scrolling through all the pictures whatever and the picture of his basement popped up uh. on this one of like it was like a top you know 25 so you were talking to the man I was like oh shit I am really talking to like a legit dude that knows his, his stuff and uh, so unfortunately I have not finished well because you've been traveling yes I've been traveling so I haven't finished uh, <laughs> haven't finished the bed thing yet yet but I know how to do it now and I feel very confident in what this guy told me as far as how to go forward with it so mm-hmm. yeah i'm yeah it all started from youtube but um, actually that one was reddit but yeah same thing everything with, i know, fix is a youtube tutorial youtube i've got a bunch of like yeah. plumbing books and stuff like that that dad gave me you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that i kind of acquired and never crack them because it's just easier <laughs> How many people can relate to having that phone open while you're laying on your back with your head up underneath something and you're going, wait, 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 skip back 15 seconds. I didn't see what he just did. Yeah. But you still get the information you need from yeah, watching. It, it never fails, though, like the phone, like while you're holding up one thing, trying to put in a screw and the phone tumbles away from you and you're just like, shit. Yeah, true. Throw it down. Get even more frustrated because your friend just left. <laughs> uh, what is that whole thing about just needing an extra hand? Just needing an extra hand. I know. That's that's always, uh, but you know what? If human beings were born with three hands, we would need a fourth. If we were born with four, we need a fifth. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> we create complain. problems and then try to solve them. <laughs> Which complain? <laughs> but yes, no. Yes, no. Uh, yes, I agree. And no. <laughs> the whole YouTube thing is definitely how I start probably ninety nine percent of my projects. It saved my ass more than once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of saving ass, did you... Okay, you watch Disney Plus sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. There's a show that me and Clark found called Something Bit Me. Oh, okay. You haven't run across that yet? I, no, I, I haven't. Oh, buddy, check it out. Something Bit Me. That's what it's called. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's all stories of, like, animal attacks. And the person doesn't know exactly what bit them? Or no, 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 they out. know. They know. <laughs> Oh, they know. They know. The reason I bring it up, so we started it because we're like, oh, let's watch this and see. And like the first episode we land on was a pit viper in a jungle for a guy that was doing like an expedition. And the other was a lady in California that was mountain biking and got attacked off of her mountain bike by a damn cougar. Okay. The cougar, you know, that usually that's, that's very unnatural for them. Yeah, they, they don't just, attack humans yeah. no, normally, and they definitely don't attack during daylight. She was mountain biking and got tackled off of her mountain bike 
by a mountain lion. It was hungry. It grabbed her head and started dragging her into the forest. Her friend stopped, started hitting it with the mountain bike. It wouldn't let go. And then all the us, thank God, all the other cyclists showed up and started like pelting it with rocks and it finally let go. But it tore half of her face off, punctured all of her neck. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Okay. Now remember, this is on Disney, Mm. right? Mm. They show you the emergency room photos. No, don't see that. No. That one, not as bad as you would think. And the surgeons did a wonderful job because you can't tell on her. Okay, well, she's telling the story. Good for her. Now, the dude that got his foot bit by the pit viper, that is exactly like you think it would go. I mean, we live, of course, Texas, so we know all about rattlesnake bites, copperheads, all that. You know, kind of how we we think we do. (laughs) Well, you know, you've got a certain amount of time, right? Yeah. They end up getting him to an ER and giving him the antivenom. But what he didn't know was that how viper venom works is it starts killing tissue, right? Mm-hmm. They show you the foot that looks almost skeletal once they have to do the surgery to remove all the dead flesh. Uh, like six days later, he thinks he's clear, and then he's like, "Why does my foot smell like dead body?" And they're like, "Cause it's dying." Oh god! Oh, okay. This is Disney Man. Wow! This all the tide all turned. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, you could end up on this. I know there's parental uh, advisories, and guidelines, stuff and stuff, but this was just like a show we clicked on to see. Ooh. This is going to be stories of people that have survived a bear attack. And it's like, it's showing you graphic pictures. Hmm. Hmm. Disney, buddy. Disney's gone kind of like throwing the balls on the table, man. They've thrown down the gauntlet. Well. I kind of sounded like Dr. Teeth there when I said, throw down the gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Teeth and electric mayhem. <laughs> Every once in a while it cracks. Well, but like, I-, I think that came from, and like for the longest time, for like 80 years, Disney's rule was no decapitations. That was one of their rules. It was like, we're not mm-hmm. going to show anybody being decapitated. Mm-hmm. You come to in, uh, Endgame, first five minutes, Thanos decapitated. True. And since then, it's just been like, they're getting edgier and edgier. Shit they're doing with the Mandalorian. Well, you know. Spoiler alert for Obi-Wan. You watched episode three, right? Oh, don't. That's new, dude. Don't spoil now. It's been out for two weeks. <sighs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Please, anybody. Anyway, the fire scene. That's pretty damn intense for Disney. Yeah, I thought so too. That was pretty... For Star Wars, the only thing Mm -hmm. like it is of the other, you know... The other fire scene? (laughs) Yeah. Lava, (laughs) and then the younglings. But, Mm. yeah, I'm noticing more and more edgy content on Disney. There's whoever... decided hey let's let's go ahead and throw some more adult so back to what we're talking about you know okay we said with like youtube and and already started in with some different social medias uh different outlets for media um i kind of feel like everybody's got to keep up with each other and so even like say you got these streaming networks oh yeah streaming wars that yeah that they've got to keep up with everything and you're gonna have think about years before when, say, it was all just, like, regular cable access. Mm-hmm. And you'd have those one or two channels. Cable access? Or you mean just cable? Just cable. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, like Wayne's World? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just cable. PBS. Sorry, sorry. But you'd have those shows, uh, those networks that would be pushing the boundaries of what they could say, what they could show, what they could do type of thing. But you only had so many of them. 
that had the money and, and could really produce. Yeah, well, there's you know limitations on public television for what they could show okay. and the content they could Okay, yes. Provide. Now, you're talking about these with, like, streaming wars and stuff like that, where you have so many different ones pushing the boundaries constantly. All the number one shows are very violent and graphic. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and you think about, like, with all the social medias and, and different, uh, you know... YouTube, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, uh, go down the list, you know, of all them, how they've progressed. You haven't heard Facebook's for old people. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just throwing a bunch of, I I mean. No, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, but they've constantly been pushing like what they can and can't allow. Now, you know, I, I will say sometimes they let some stuff fly that shouldn't. Well, and I think they all actually very canceling as far as limiting what you can say. Man, well, I mean, well, they turned into that. Sometimes stuff shows up that you know. But I get what you're saying about like the streaming channels, things like Disney that normally wouldn't ever see anything. Is a great example. Yeah. If anybody watched Rescue Rangers, there's some adult jokes in there that it's like, how oh, yeah, did they sure. slip that past? Yeah, like, oh, okay. And people were worried about the next Deadpool movie. Well, I think it's gonna be fine. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. It's got to be rated <laughs> R. There's no excuse for them not to. If they try to PG-13 Deadpool. Riots in the streets. Well, if they're already having what the my mic fell. Holy shit! If they're already having these shows that are showing more graphic stuff, uh, making more adult jokes, uh, more adult content, then yeah, I think uh, come Deadpool three will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, but my... yeah, check out something bit me, and I can't say it without hmm. thinking Forrest Gump or something jumped up and bit me. <laughs> Every time I tell somebody about the show now, it's like something bit me, and they go, "Are something wrong with you?" Yes. You know. Yes is the answer. <sighs> But you kind of think about when we were kids, some of the stuff that were was kids shows weren't exactly kid friendly. I wish I had I old man reminiscing music to play behind you. We <laughs> would have like, it in every episode, back in multiple times. It's it's Keith and Kenneth reminisce corner of the show <laughs> where we talk about back in the olden days of 1995. <laughs> what's the what's the one they uh, oh. On Family Guy, they do it where they talk about like the when they're reminiscing, reminiscing things. Oh, Pepperidge Farms remembers. Yes, Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> do you remember a simpler time when you're fishing with a cane pole? Pepperidge Farms remembers. Oh, yeah, so I we feel like do... that's a lot of what we talk about. Maybe we need to have another little section of the show where it's like the Pepperidge Farm or Petri... Can't even say it right. Pepperidge Farms. Pepperidge Farm, Farm remembers. <laughs> I feel like it happens every episode where we're like, "Well, do you remember back when?" It's like just old man reminiscing corner. Anyway, whenever, uh, yeah, like the some of the fuck were we talking some about some of the cartoons that we used to watch. Like nowadays, what? Eh, I miss just been... old fun cartoons. Like when you watch, of course, we've already talked about this on another show, but Saturday morning cartoons where it was just fun. Now mm-hmm. everything's kind of got to be educational. Oh yeah. If it's not educational, then it's, it's bad. weird. Well, oh, it's it's okay. so it's yeah. like surreal, like an acid trip. True. There's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. You, you know, like, what's fun? I, I, I'm dating myself here, but, like, Care Bears and, you know, like, Darkwing Duck. Stuff like that, where it didn't have to be. I mean, yeah, there's a lesson learned, but it was just an adventure show yeah, to adventure sit back and mindless. Back and just enjoyed whatever's going on. I didn't have to learn anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love it when the kids actually have something educational they can watch instead of a lot of stuff. Because, again, back to all the stuff, you know, with with the way things are with 
the content you can access. Get. Yeah, that you can access nowadays. You know, there's still a lot of times Jackson will get on something like, dude, come on, man, I just don't really feel like that's a good thing. And they might not actually be doing anything bad or... It just freaks you out. ...saying anything, but I'm just, I'm not getting a good feel of it. I'm like, eh. That's how I feel about Blippy. Well... I get, yeah, my three-year-old can tell me what an excavator is because of Blippy, but there's just something not right. <laughs> ah, man. I don't like, I, I, I think Mr. Rogers, and it's like, that was okay. an adult man who was talking to children in a way that made them feel safe and learn lessons and was like, you know, the world can be scary, but here's what you can do with your feelings. And like, it was comforting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that... Yeah. Am I kind of making sense there? Like, mm-hmm. it, it was comfort. It was like a grandfather figure. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was trying to help you in a little mind navigate things you couldn't understand. Okay. And then I turn on Blippi, and it's a grown man acting like a four-year-old. And I know, like, kind of, like, say Blue's Clues, right? Where they're mm-hmm. still acting like children, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it because they're in a cartoon world, and this dude is, like, navigating, like, at a construction site? Acting like he's five years old. And it just, it's, it's off-putting to me. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from, but like, for me, Blippi, I don't, I don't have a problem with Blippi. I really don't. Um, because there, uh, a lot of it is educational and I think it's more of the individual playing the character is trying to get to that point where it's totally relatable and they're talking to him. Like on and a maybe, kid's level. And you know what? It might just be as simple as the different idea of parenting where should you talk to your kid in the kid quote unquote tone or talk to them more as an adult? Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's there are so many different things out there that I definitely do not want. Our oh. children watching. Oh, absolutely. Um, that they could easily access. That still like uh, going watching Blippy yeah. or something like that. Like, hey, you know I'm what? not Man, saying it's cool. not educational. Cool. Yeah, but that's, that's not. I'm just saying, saying like the way like, it's yeah, delivered. It's... I'm like, it's just. Hmm. Well, I don't know. It's just it's it gives me a. I can't describe it. <laughs> it's like I just don't. Yeah. Like why can't he just be like, hey, <laughs> we're at a construction site today. He's doing little giggles and stuff, and it's just like, eh, yeah, I don't well, like it. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe that's just uh-huh. my. Like I said, My I flavor. don't have a problem like, with Blippy, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah. To each his own. Really, how is it any different than Pee Wee Herman back whenever we were younger? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, mm. uh, you make a good point. I don't know, other than Pee Wee was kind of more adolescent buffoonery. Does that make sense? Like, he acted more like a unruly nine-year-old? Yeah. Okay, but still, I, I mean, yeah, he I, I was get the point. so zany, over the top, and everything was wild and crazy. And and eh, I mean, I don't know. There's, I mean, there was obviously a lot of people that complained about that back back then too. You know, there are some people that complain about Sesame Street because they don't like the way that it's viewed with the with the Muppets and how they act and everything. And I think that's maybe more people that, that just don't like Muppets. Oh, those people are assholes. <laughs> I'm gonna call that out. If you don't like Sesame Street. Yeah, come on, leave Sesame Street alone. There's been way what too is much wrong with negativity Sesame Street? towards Sesame Street in the last four or five years. I, I mean, when did it agree. was like the '60s when that debuted? Uh, yeah, I think we or set seventies. Man, I don't know. <laughs> it's been around for a while. I don't know. I'm not gonna look it up, but it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave yeah, Sesame that was Street like alone. the beginning of education, and it, I think it's easier 
to deliver that information to children through a Muppet. I think so, too. I mean, sure, they had, a, but the human characters acted like adult human characters. <laughs> okay, I think I just uh, kind of threw a wrench in my whole argument, didn't I? Yeah, you brought up Pee-wee, so there's no excuse for that. <clears throat> yeah. I think I was at the age where Pee-wee Herman was on. Large Marge. Large Marge. That was Ooh. scary as shit, man. That was scary as shit. I don't think that movie's a child's movie. <laughs> it was Tim Burton. Large Marge sent me as a... Scary scene. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. But back to what we were saying a little earlier about, you know, somebody putting something on YouTube. Any TikTok, platform. Uh, yeah, any, any, any of the platforms. Um, I think it's kind of cool because you think about years ago, like we said earlier, if you wanted to find something out, you would either have to go to an instructor or a library. Or a library, or find <laughs> someone that knew, that kind of thing. Nowadays, it's really cool that you have someone that might just have a lot of knowledge about one particular thing, and they can just post a video. And so many people can get on there and check it out and go, oh, that guy just showed me how to do this. Or, you know, this lady showed me how to uh, create this. Or, or, you know, these different yes. things like that. And it's so cool... Because it might not have to be, sorry, what I'm getting at is what used to take an institute of some kind of instruction. You don't Mm -hmm. have that anymore. You can get any kind of knowledge just from a click here or there. Someone who would have never had a platform previously to deliver information because maybe they learned Mm -hmm. all this firsthand from years of working with people or under instructors Mm -hmm. can now Mm -hmm. give you a tutorial on it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instantly in your own home and you can learn to cook. You can learn to do woodworking. Oh, yeah. Uh, If you still have to work on the house, you had Bob Vila. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, uh, you you really nailed it there, too, uh, with the cooking thing. We've talked about this before. For the longest time, I couldn't boil water right. Yeah. And I'm still not the greatest cook by any means, but what I do know how to do, I've learned basically from watching videos. If it's not barbecue, because you can barbecue like hell. Yeah, you give me a grill, you give me a smoker, something like that. Yeah, I got that. Because you learned as, through tutelage. I did. I did. I had many good instructors that have taught me a lot of things. But as far as cooking in the household... Everything I know is from watching videos of people like how to do stuff. And I'm talking some of the stuff as simple as, hey, how do I do a good scrambled egg or something like that? Because that's how I I really just, (laughs) that's where I started. I looked up a Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs video because I was like, I want to see how Gordon Ramsay does scrambled eggs. Uh, And so, yeah, same thing. Like, uh, dude, when I was reframing the doors here. I had to, you know, look up, the first thing I did, look up some videos, how to do it. And like I said, it's funny because... Back in the day, you'd have to go, oh, well, let me go find Bob Vila's, you know. Uh, this old house. This old house. You'd have to wait for it to come on PBS <laughs> and see if they were talking windows that day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just like, yeah. shit, now it's plumbing. Yeah. No. <laughs> or, like you said, go buy a book or, you know, go to someone that actually could instruct you on stuff. Now, you don't have to do that. Now, sometimes you... Maybe more than sometimes. Maybe a lot of times you get some bad advice. Oh, absolutely. There's people out there throwing horse shit information out. A lot of these kind of videos and stuff like that. But uh, for a big chunk of it, man, yeah. 
that is really the way to go, and that's kind of the new education nowadays. It is. There's something, though, to be said for hands-on learning. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like when you give somebody directions somewhere or you make them drive that route, you know? Yeah. If you put them in the driver's seat and say, I'm going to show you how to get there. And mm-hmm. then next time you'll remember how to get there because otherwise you're going to be talking to me in the passenger seat and not paying a damn bit of attention. That's true. True. Very true. I have a question for you. Okay. And I was thinking about this. Lord knows we talk nostalgia on this show <laughs> at length. Everything is kind of a throwback. That's true. Yes. But we kind of stay away from current events because that's every other podcast is current events. Not every other one. You know what I mean? Generally, like the most of them, you can, you can find current event updates everywhere. So yeah. we're like, eh, it's not, that's not our bag. Yeah. We would rather just have a regular conversation about shit that we kind of sort of know a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I was thinking about this the other day and I wanted to bring this up to you and see your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me set this up. So you know how every generation following the previous one kind of takes a left turn from from what came before you know whether it's through music or lifestyle choices all, all that kind of stuff is they kind of rebel against okay yeah yeah since we've been through definitely the past decade COVID aside from being shut-ins everybody pretty much orders off of amazon now likes to stay home i mean every other meme you see is about like plans got canceled woohoo you know yeah true um, very true uh yeah a lot of people you know they, they, they've gotten to the point where they're like, hey, I don't want to go out. They're very antisocial. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of what I'm trying to get at. Even yeah. though they still love to get on their social media, but they're still antisocial. That's the new, yeah. Yeah. Uh, socializing. Okay. Anyway. So here was my thought was the next generation coming up, do you think we're going to see a resurgence in things like malls? Uh, there's a few skating rinks arcades, places mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. everyone used to go socially gather on the weekends. Friday night, you could find me at the mall or at the arcade um, because this generation has been raised by shut-ins, essentially, from people that are very antisocial. And Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was thinking was like, is the next generation, are we going to see malls come back because they want to get out and have human-on-human interaction? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you this. This is first-hand experience. Um, I told you, you know, been doing a little traveling here lately. Uh, we were in Arizona, and we ended up at this old-school arcade. It was called One Up. Wasn't the name of the arcade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a huge building by any means, but it was decent. I would say, man, a little bit smaller than an average household. Okay. Yep. Like okay. a little small than like I say a two bedroom, one bath house or you know, some something similar like that. Anyway, there was a huge section of it that was nothing but pinball machines, another section of it that was nothing but old school arcade games, and then there was a bar that was probably eh, probably about a twenty five foot bar that had, you know, they had X amount of <laughs> X amount of beers and some booze and stuff like that. Well, we just ended up there by chance. And we thought, hey, this would be a good place to maybe, you know, kill 30 minutes, an hour, something like that. Go have a beer, play some old school games. We ended up sticking around there for like four hours because we just had a blast with it because it was so fun. And it was actually really cheap uh, to sit there and play all these games. And I mean, I'm sorry, I, I really think that most people, if you don't like old school arcade games, you probably still would 
be okay with playing pinball for a little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if nothing else, just sitting at the bar just having a beer watching everybody else. And what I noticed was it was a great mixture of people that were a little older than me, my age, and much younger. So you're at this place. It's not a huge building. And nothing, I mean, nothing like... Mind-boggling, life-changing, crazy—you know—ever. Just it's just a it's place to go arcade games, games yeah, and pinball machines, games and beer. You know, that's it. But there was such a huge group of people there, and everybody was having a blast. There was not a single person there that was in a bad mood. Was it like everybody, an energy you haven't felt in a while? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I mean, I sat there. I actually took a break for a little while and sat at the bar and had a beer. I was in there BSing with a. Uh, bartender at one point one of the owners came up to me and we sat there and me and him sat there and had to had a drink how wonderful and just had a good time and like i said what started off to be something like oh we'll go kill a little bit of time there we ended up being there for like became your day yeah and it was a blast yeah so yes i could see what you're saying about like something like an old school arcade maybe a mall where people could go and just you get together, you go shopping, whether you actually buy anything or do anything at all. You're just there hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know, mall rats. <laughs> you know, love mall rats. Uh, you know, different things like that. Um, There's something about being able to go to a place and like tangibly be able to handle things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and interact with your friends and go eat and have not drinks as in alcoholic drinks, but you know what? I like hang out all day. It's just a hangout. It's for a social environment. You're going to run into people, you know, from school or from work and just like shoot the shit for five minutes while you're looking at you're in a store or an arcade or this or that. And so guess what? You're there with probably fairly like-minded people already. Yeah. Well, just humans vibe. I mean, we're, so you're going to kind of get along because you're like, hey, that's cool. You yeah, know, we're pack animals. We're social creatures. That's why one of the punishments we have for people is solitary confinement. <laughs> well, true. You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that's what I was really thinking of this week. Was wow, I bet we see a resurgence in more social activities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the next decade as these kids age up into teenagers. And, that, you know, they, they drive the business. You know what I mean? True. Teen- teenagers and, and young adults, 20s. When you look at everything from bar scenes and all that, it's kind of driven by that yeah. younger generation. Because they're the ones out spending money. True. 30, 40, 50-year-olds, eh, not so much. Yeah, not to it's eat. a social... Not to your kids leave the house. Then you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. hey! <laughs> I'm free! <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually believe that it, we're going to see that. We're going to see that in the I next decade. I think they're right. going to come back. Now, it'll be crazy to see what kind of s- shops and stores and all that go into the, the spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But it'll be neat. It'll, it's going to be straight up neat to see. Man, I'm going to throw one more at you. Okay. With uh, my traveling around and everything, I winded up at a hookah bar one night. Yup. And what was really cool about it was you had, of course, there was TVs lined all around and every TV had something different on, whether it be sports, uh, movie, uh, entertainment stuff, just like you like an e-news type of thing or something like that, uh, just regular news, uh, game show channel. I mean, just like every TV had something different on, okay? Then every every other seat was like you'd have... You'd have your little section where it was like, hey, like a, a love seat. Mm-hmm. 
where maybe two, maybe three people could sit at. And then, like, next section would be, like, a huge couch and maybe, like, a whole, like, sitting area. And the next one would be, like, maybe two bar stools. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it was kind of broke so, up And people where, go in with their groups yeah. and sit, but then everybody starts socially interacting with each other. Yeah. So, I mean, it could easily be, like, you could just go sit somewhere by yourself or you sit there with, like, you know, just you and you and your significant other or you and a whole group of people. And they actually had some video game systems set up where people were playing games, but it was, like, then it would be, here's the TVs up top where it had all this stuff going on, and then it have another TV down below it where it would be uh, whatever they were playing, and everybody else could easily see it. And I remember one point, I actually ended up kind of watching some of the other guys, and I think they were playing, like, Madden or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of watching them. Well, next thing I knew, me and these two other guys were sitting there talking about them playing in their game and everything. Well, I look over, and Liz is talking to somebody else that they're watching whatever it was on their TV doing so again here we are we're sitting there smoking our hookah and me and her having a nice little kind of date night but now we're socializing with all socializing with all these other people mm-hmm. around us and it's like this is really yeah. cool we had a blast with it yeah humans are missing that mm-hmm. i think so yeah what did uh what did uncle iroh say it was uh sharing tea with an interesting stranger is one of life's greatest pleasures <laughs> <laughs> The wisdom of Uncle Iroh. The wisdom of Uncle Iroh. Wow. Hmm. But yeah, so anyway. It applies. Back to what you were saying. Yeah, I really do think that, uh, yeah, we will see a resurgence of a lot of that kind of stuff. Because I do think people are kind of getting back to like, hey, you know what? I want to go hang out with other people again. Mm-hmm. I want to go just mingle. Yeah, and there's not a lot of those places have died out. Because mm-hmm. they couldn't afford to stay open, so yeah, unfortunately, yeah. How many Which is malls sad. have closed in the oh, last yeah, just two years? Vacant yeah. buildings sitting. And, you but know, I, 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 I think and hope it's. Like I said, I, it's going to be very interesting to see what goes back in there and what's going to be the new hot spots for people to go. Yeah, hang I, out. I hate to say that you know, a lot of it was because of COVID because it really wasn't. A lot of these places were already in decline. No, it's because of Amazon. Even before that, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Amazon and stuff like that. Yeah. Where people are like, oh, well, I don't have to get out of the house to go get what I want. Get pants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to go try on pants anymore. You got to try on <laughs> pants. I don't know if I have an odd shape. <laughs> if I order pants, they're never right. Yeah. Well, maybe that's my thing. I, I don't, don't order that much go. shit. I think that's why I'm so interested in the in the aspect of something coming back like that. Where it's I like, I'll go. Wanna, I just don't want to go try on clothes anywhere. <laughs> Uh, we talked about that in the very first episode was the very, dad bods of like, now, nah, man, first episode of jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> I have a blazer and I got some slacks that I put on once in a while, but most That's of the time true. I That's just true. shuffle around in my jeans and t-shirt gets me through the day. Yeah. Very true. Very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, let, let's see what happens in the near future. But I think you're right. Dude, I think we'll see. I think the children are going to drive it. Mm-hmm. They will mm-hmm. lead the way. They're going to say, this is horse shit, just being locked in the house all the time. We want to get out and do stuff. Now, do we live in a more dangerous society? Or has it always been that way and we just see it more because of things like social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, you remember back yeah. in the day being able to ride your bike and when the light comes on, be home. Now, good luck finding that child. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be looked at as a neglected child. I was at the store the other day. I think I think I was at a Buying Walmart, candy cigarettes. <laughs> no. And uh, walking through, doing whatever. And, like, I have Jackson is sitting in the cart. 
Okay? I'm a grown-ass man. And I'm walking through, and I hear somebody whistle. And I immediately stop and turn, like, am I supposed to go to that? Because that's what... That's how mom always yep. got our attention. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going. So I'm like, that is still. Oh, that's beat down in your psyche, man. And I hear a whistle. And I'm like, do I need to go to that? Subconscious of like, I got to go home. <laughs> yeah. It's time. It's time to go home now. Time to go home. Go home. That's how you're going to be called to heaven, buddy. It's just a whistle. If <laughs> <laughs> you lay it on your deathbed, look it up and we'll be like, what do, you, what do you see, Keith? It's like, I don't see anything. I just hear a whistle. Telling me to come, Telling me to come home. Come hither. <laughs> yeah. Streetlights on. But. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I can see. It's a fair question. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, I think it's time for us to do the thing. All right, let's do it. It's time for Search Engine Results. All right, every week on the show, we play a little game called Search Engine Results, where I ask the all-powerful internet a question, and I then give Keith three answers to choose from. You got to try to get the right one, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You ready to play the game? <sighs> sure, as always. All right. Keep it with the theme. Talk a little bit, uh... A little bit about Mr. Blippy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, my search engine result question for you tonight is, what is Blippy's net worth? Ooh. Mm, okay. Let's do it. All right. Blippy's net worth. A, $15 million. B, $30 million. Or C, $40 million. What do you think the Blippy brand is worth? Hmm. Well, I know I've seen a lot of it at stores. <laughs> um, my son yeah, so there asked, is merchandise. Yeah, so you got to take that into account. So um, not just the videos. But I know it hasn't been a lo- been around nearly as long as some other things. Oh, but you know what, man? Ah, it, things can blow up really quick. They do. Oh wow. Um. Okay. Give me the numbers one more time. The age we live in. 15, 30, or 40? Hmm. (laughs) It never works out when I go middle of the road. But that's what I really want to try to do again this time. Um, 15, 30, or 40? Technically, 30 is not middle of the road. Well, but I mean, middle of the answers. Middle of the answers? Yeah. I like that. We got high-low and in between. Um, There's an oddball in there. Doesn't follow a pattern, man. Maybe that's to throw you off by design. Well, we know that my my choices. I'm, I've lost more than I've won for sure, easily. Some of them are wacky. <laughs> Don't get down on yourself, man. You do. Uh, I'm just throwing you questions, and it's the internet. Who the hell really knows? Yeah, I'm about to say who knows if it's actually really true. It just you know what, what you get. Um, you know what? This one though, I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna say forty. 40 million. You are correct. Yay! 40 million. <laughs> Where'd it go? Yeah, because I mean, I, awesome. I see blippy stuff. Something I wish I'd have thought of. I can get up there and act like a buffoon. You know, there's been a lot of kids shows over the decades that we've, we've kind of wondered about. Um, <laughs> like, I remember... You know, Do you remember when Barney was a scandal? And I was going to say, be like, dude, Barney, like, to me, was... They would say, like I don't let my kid watch Barney. The goofiest thing ever, okay. but, you know, whatever. Uh, but, okay, okay. So, I guess it's just different flavors of parents. You know what? I know what you said earlier. Makes you feel weird, but 
I don't have a problem with when you think about it. Much. Parenting is weird as shit. Like you're raised off of somebody else's ideals. That's true. Really let that set in for a second, though. Like everybody's got, you know, yeah, a, an outlook on how they were raised. But really, you're like, your, think about it now as a parent. Your outlook is based off of what your parents or grandparents' outlook was. Yes. As a parent now, it's hilarious to think to like, oh shit, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're just making True. it up as you oh, go yeah. along and trying to try, now trying to do the best you can do. Obviously, mm. mm-hmm. for the majority of people, some are just terrible. But for the most part, you're trying to make the best decisions you can to lead them into a way of thinking that will help them navigate their rest of their life. True. And a lot of times, watching a a show isn't going to be what's going to make or break them as far as an adult. No. I mean, you can have that kind of zeitgeist of we all, for the majority of a generation, would come up with. Like I say, if it was Barney in the day, if it was Sesame Street, everybody at your age kind of has Blue's Clues. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Whatever was kind of, like I said, in the zeitgeist of... What was popular for children's at that time entertainment yeah. at the time, yeah, yeah, and everybody kind of has that common thread, but the ideals learned at home take can, can make over, yeah, really wacky left turns in people's personalities. Yeah, that's very true, very true. So you know, eh, again, uh, we talked about whenever we were kids. We were watching Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles and He-Man and uh, yeah. Thundercats. And, and, was and there powerful like messages in Power there? Rangers. Yeah, it was friendship and like treat everybody equally. But that was about was as like, deep as it got. Also like, hey, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to take this sword and I'm going to go end things with that. <laughs> you know, one of the <laughs> things I'm most interested in experiencing is being the father of twins. Mm-hmm. And, and this is almost like watching a social experiment that I'm involved in. It is. is seeing where nature versus nurture splits with this. Because mm-hmm. you've got two children that are the exact same age. Exposed to the same. Exposed to the stuff. same household. They're, they got the same love, the same punishment, the same um, Ner- uh, treatment, the yeah, same yeah. Um, exposure to art and music and movies and Everything, just what what makes up a, a household, right? What makes up a home? Yeah. And being able to see, even now at three years old, like I said, with nature versus nurture, they're starting to split and have different interests and likes. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting for me to watch, and it's it's really neat for me to be involved in. Is like watching different personalities who have the same zero factor; they start from the same point, become people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, and I get to be firsthand in the driver's seat watching that happen, and it's something I never thought I would get to enjoy experiencing. You know, I didn't plan on having twins, <laughs> but yeah, but I it's really saying. neat to watch. No, I, I totally agree because I mean, even with us just having a single child, uh, sitting here looking at Jackson doing all his stuff, you know, he has. Some of the things that he really enjoys that Liz likes, some of the things he really enjoys that I like, but then he also gets into some of the things that it's somewhere different. And so, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, hey, it's kind of cool to see how this small human being is now yeah. learning to, you know, 
into completely like Enjoy they have their same yeah. their same yeah. likes where they'll yeah. like the same show where they'll like playing the same game but then one is totally interested in dinosaurs the other could care less yeah and one is all about dinosaurs this is three years old this isn't like you know an eight-year-old that's yeah. had a world exposure all they know is home life mm-hmm. and one is complete about dinosaurs the other likes uh doing spa days with big sister and you know uh, puzzles and things like that and the other one is just they're complete they're the same but opposites it's it's the wackiest shit to watch it's the it's it's wacky to play out <laughs> we joke about but then they have that twin language too which you always hear about where it's like i don't know what they're talking about but they completely understand each other yeah <laughs> well you know we kind of hit this on uh when we did the siblings episode uh that it doesn't necessarily have to just be twins because me and you, as brothers, would kind of do the same thing, even though we were a, a couple years apart. Um, I think it's just the fact of being a younger person growing up in a household, you kind of get that um, that language, like you said. Yeah. Where you guys can communicate and might be a little bit different and have your own way of going through things, but yeah, and at two years we were pretty close together, so yeah, there's not I mean, that yeah, big oh, of a gap. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't like huge gap, but still, you have that way of communicating with each other that's a little bit different than nobody else kind of gets. It's unique to siblings. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yep. Pretty neat. Yeah, I'm watching that Ground Zero id that creates a human. Yeah, and so. I only bring it up because we're talking about exposure to TV shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, well, they like the same things. Sometimes they don't. One absolutely hates a show that the other one loves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, why? If I'm the man behind the glass with the clipboard, but why would you not like this? And the other one absolutely adores mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And that is neat to watch. Yeah. Well, uh, we didn't necessarily set out to do a an episode about uh, maybe social media or... Uh, different things, different mediums that people can watch and, and check things out on. But I think that's kind of where we ended up. Yeah, we really <laughs> just got together to hang out tonight. We hadn't seen each other, and there was really no topic to speak of. It was just yeah, kind of, kind of a what, good, what you thinking? Just kind of a good session, just sitting around, just BSing. Absolutely. It's great to have you back, bro. Yeah, man, I'm glad to be back, and hopefully we can start getting back to doing yeah. this weekly again like we've been doing, hopefully. And thank you to everybody out there in listener land for joining us on this ride again. It's good to be back and talk to y'all, mm-hmm. talk to each other. Uh, y'all be sure and drop down there in the comments and let us know what you'd like for us to talk about next week. Be sure and hit that like and subscribe button so you're updated every time that we drop a new episode. Until next time, I'm Kenny. I'm Keith. And we'll see you next time.